Hello. Hello. How Re you been? Not too bad. Good. Recording a bit differently this time because uh, I'm at base. Yeah, he's in the office. Although um, you've been here quite a lot recently. I have, I have. Because we, we've been streaming the Resident of the Evils. Yeah, we have indeed. Um, it's been good. It's been good. Obviously, the next uh, Resi stream that we did, you were playing. So uh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. after this recording. Yeah. We're streaming so after to the recording, but you, it, you guys have missed it because it was like three days ago. <laughs> yeah. Time travel. That's it. Um, um, so yeah, we're back. Normal shit. Normal stuff. Yeah, uh, slim pickings on gaming this. I this think month. unfortunately we're hitting that summer drought of of gaming. Yeah, where there ain't gonna be a hell of a lot. No, normally there's normally only like one big title, maybe two big titles that take over the summer. But yeah, I think unfortunately a lot of those titles now we're on those uh, ridiculously shite online. Yeah, there'll Battle be games. It's Fortnite updates, PUBG updates, yeah. Anthem updates, Apex Legends up all of that kind of yeah. Battle Royale online thing and it's Golf. just it's just updates. Yeah, it's just updates and stuff. And what is it? New seasons. Yeah, new seasons and then they'll uh, add skin packs for like I don't know, 5 for 500 pound or something, you know. Yeah. That's the way it works. Oh well, no, 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 get it right. You you could get them by only spending 299. Yeah. You could. You could, yeah. You're not gonna because you gotta buy the loot boxes. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. So yeah, we'll start off with gaming. Yeah. Um, we got we have got a lot of movies though because it it seems to go in like you know over the winter your movies on as many. Over, once again during the winter you have like a couple of big titles you know Star Wars or. Harry Potter used to yeah. take over the Christmas time. Lord of the Rings was yeah. Christmas time. So they always do the big... A big th thing. The big title that they know is going to basically be able to carry out the whole of December yeah. and the start of January. But there's um, not a, a lot. Whereas the flip side of that is everyone and their dog is releasing their new for games. Yeah. And it, I think it, I think it's, in a way it's smart though because in the winter months... Cause, Game producers and film producers have got to look at it this way. During the winter, not a lot. You don't want to go out as much. No. So you don't want to go to the cinema and watch 300 movies as much. No. Whereas with gaming, you know, when it's nice out, you might want to go out. So you go, yeah, we'll go to cinema. We'll go get some tweet. We'll go and get a coffee, blah, blah, blah. But you don't want. Not many. I say not many. The generic audience do not want to sit inside and play games. Whereas no. in winter, it's colder. You don't want to go out. You want to sit inside and play a video game and snuggle up by the fire with your boo. Yeah, and I can't believe I just said snuggle up with neck with the, yeah snuggle up next to the fire with your boo English. Indeed. Shall um, we get on with this before I lose my yeah, fucking we'll mind? Yeah, we'll try. There wasn't anything. So on the May 9th, we've got episode three of Life is Strange two, which means on my channel, you guys will see it on the tenth of May. I guess. Is yeah, that, is that right? Something around there. Yeah, thought. you guys will get it on the tenth. I am going to be... Oh, wait. No, I was going to say I can be completely honest. I don't remember what happened in episode two, but I do. Mm. Uh, they met the guy from the prequel game, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, and it explained all that. Uh, so, in, And then they left their town where their grandparents live at the end of that episode. So I guess episode three is going to have that issue of being the middle child of they're going to sort of wander around aimlessly and sh things are going to set up for... The penultimate and the final episode, but 
there's not going to be much within itself. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of setup. It'll be all right, but I'm going to be honest, I'm not enjoying Life is Strange 2 as much as I as much as I enjoyed Life is Strange. Right. Um the Nintendo Switch is getting another game. They're not, are they? They are, yeah. They're going to get the uh, Saints Row the Third, the full package. So that's all the DLC, bonus content, everything. Everything. Saints game Row of the Year type Saint, standard. Saints Row 3 Game of the Year edition on Switch. Yeah, uh, that's coming out May 10th. Uh, so if you've got a Switch and you enjoyed the Saints Row games, I, I did. I mean, personally. basically nowadays, I think I don't think it's a case of if you've got a Switch, it's go get a fucking Switch. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's on my to-do list to buy a Switch. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, the Switch to me is one of them consoles that I wasn't expecting it to do very well because for me, Nintendo haven't done really, really well since the original Wii. Yeah. Um, and then, because like, I've still got a Wii. Yeah. See, I, I, I think the Wii U, they almost released it as a test pilot for the technology that's of the in Switch. the Switch. Yeah. I think that was the point. Um, and then let's have a look then. So the big the big game for us really this in month, May in May uh, is Rage Two. Uh, I'm worried about because I've just finished streaming Rage One. Yes, and it's gritty, it's real, it's post-apocalyptic survival, but this one seems more silly. Right. It's got more of that Borderlands humor in it. It's got a bit more of the... Uh, what was that zombie game where you crafted the weapons? Uh, where you played as the photographer? I know. I know which one you're on about. Um, Dead Rising? Dead Rising, yeah. yeah. It's got more of that silliness in it, if you ask me. And I honestly can't say I'm looking forward to it as much. Because you're supposed to be in this post-apocalyptic desert wasteland... Which was fine, you know. I, I, but then in this one they seem to have put trees and greenery and sort of trying to do what Far Cry Five: New Dawn did. Yeah, because that was supposed to be a post-apocalyptic world, but in actual fact, the whole planet was just flooded with bright colours and greenery from the yeah. reactive waste. And it's like, and it's silliness as well. For me, I think. For me, so far, potentially what will be the best sort of post-apocalyptic style survival game this year probably will be Metro Exodus. Yeah. No, I'll... I'll, um, I'll I, Obviously, I'll give Rage 2 a look. Um, but we'll see. I really I mean, like to Rage. To be fair, and if, I wanna... you're do, if you're going to do that sort of silly post-apocalyptic style thing, then I personally would just wait for Borderlands 3. Yeah. See, I really, really liked Rage. Yeah. It was, it had enough driving that it you had your driving elements, but it didn't feel like a driving game. But it had enough driving that it didn't feel like just a generic go out and kill shit game. Well, for me, Rage was better than Mad Max, eh? And Mad yeah. Max is very much very similar yeah. I would say oh, into Ra Rage. Ra Rage, and Rage 1 and Mad Max were very much you, you could have swapped the games the and... only difference for me was that Mad Max failed for me on the fact yeah. that there wasn't enough do you know what I mean like Mad the map was so massive yeah. for the game but there was nothing in it yeah um, no, I mean, and you, Rage you, sort of I mean Rage was a little bit similar, but there was still a Ra bit more Rage there. had more there was a little bit more of meat on the bone see I I almost think they 
they the, the, they flip with the Mad Max and the rest. When you started Mad Max, there was plenty on the map because it's the starting area. Everything's grouped together. Yeah, yeah. With Rage, the stuff was grouped. To, the missions were grouped together, but there was nothing on the route other than scenery. Which what well, you know, there's not a lot of scenery you can put in a post-apocalyptic mm. wasteland. No. When you got into the later game of Mad Max, you drove 500 miles over desert to get to your next destination. But you were just looking at desert. Yeah. With Rage, you drove five in the later game. You drove five hundred miles to get to your next mission, but there were enemy cars. There was destroyed bits yeah. of bridges and towns and cities that you drove through, and it's like they should have done it the re- Mad Max. If they'd have done it the way Rage did, it would have worked out better, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, but then, but then after Rage uh, comes out. We're back to Nintendo Switch releases, yeah. really. Assassin's uh, Creed 3 on the remastered Switch. Remastered is... I mean, Assassin's Creed 3, I think, is already on the Switch, but the remastered yeah. version is now coming to Switch. Um, and then it's pretty slim until we get to mid-May 20th, 21st. Uh, and then we get Tonic... Uh, tonic tonic Seam Racing. Tonic Seam Racing. Tonic Seam Racing, that's it. <laughs> Team Sonic Racing. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this. I actually... I've enjoyed... A lot of the Sonic Racing games, yeah. I like that style because um, it is almost Mario racing, Kart style. Yeah. It's a racing game without being a racing game. Yeah, um, and I think the, the the hype now on ultra realism. Yeah, um, I've, I've just realised we're, we're wearing headphones and I have no idea why. No, I, I was wondering why we was putting them on, but there we go. Um, <laughs> I just thought I'd let him get him get on with it. Um, no, for me, um, there's this big onus at the minute on game developers to make like the ultra realistic game uh, in terms of car racing so literally you can almost see the dust caps nowadays yeah. on cars and yeah I get that you know but if you're going to do that just just go out to a racetrack yeah okay I get this I know it's a game and does you it to- fall into that same category as like farming simulator Euro truck simulator and all the rest of yeah. it like I finished my day job at a farm and now I get to go home and, and play farm. on a farm. Yeah, um, for me, I saw sort of like I, I enjoy. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy some. Of, I do enjoy some of these like ultra realistic racing games, especially if you get the uh, stone wheel and pedals out. And, you know, because uh, obviously it's safe. You can you yeah. can safely drive at speed. Yeah, it's not the same feeling as sitting in a car doing two hundred miles an hour, but it it it's a you know a theory. Um, but I prefer, and I can spend hours playing. You know, Mario Kart or yeah. Crash Team Racing or Team Sonic Racing or there was one no, of my favourites was uh, they did one of the Team Sonics where uh, like halfway through the map you'd go through a thing and then you turn into planes. Yeah, and no, no, I, you know. I completely agree. It's good enough to good enough, good enough to be a racing game, but they've gone fuck realism out the window you go and that. That to me is and the thing is, is if you want to sit in your room <laughs> by yourself for a few hours, trying to learn how to become a racing car driver, go out and buy Project Two or yeah, whatever else. If you want to sit with your mates yeah. or with your family, or sit online for six or seven hours ripping shit out of each other and have a laugh and have a laugh you go with Mario Kart Kart's. or Tonic so- Tonic Seam Racing, racing. <laughs> that's what it's called now guys Tonic Seam Racing um, you go with Team <laughs> Sonic Racing or you pick a, you pick one of those 
silly racing games where you can go around, you hit a power up, and you shoot a rocket up someone's arse. Yeah. Know? That's what Throw people... Throw a banana. It's like the car spins that's, up. Yeah. That's what people like. And um, for me, I would buy Team Sonic Racing. Uh, because I like that style of game. You, you buy Sonic, t you buy uh, Tonic Seam Racing. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely buy it because I enjoy that, and it means that I can get my, I can get my control, I can get my other controller out, stick it on, and get my six-year-old to sit and play on it. Yeah, because that's the thing. If you wanted to play um, Forza Fifty Six or whatever we're on now, realistically, other than your stepson, there's no one you could play that with around you. But if you wanted to play Tonic Seam Racing, yeah. <laughs> That's it now. I'm I'm getting in with this forever. You could get your your wife, your daughter, and your stepson and his missus. Realistically, give them all the controller. I know it's a pain in the ass setup, but ignore that. And you could all just sit around and have a blast. Yeah. Hell, you could even give your fucking dog a controller and he'd have a bash. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But like, yeah. There's what I'm saying is there's more options with your tonic seam racings, your Mario Karts. Um, than your, your Forzas and your whatever else's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there is a lot of people out there that you can go online and you can sit and play on Forza and... Oh, no, completely. I'm not I'm not referring to the online. I'm going with if you want to sit together. Yeah. Well, that's games, guys. Yeah, that that is games. Um, um, there's another Total War game coming out for PC. And there's... Uh, I think that's Atella like... Lula the Scion of... Ireland. That'll be some random Japanese RPG. Yeah, RPG, OMG. Let's see if uh, it wants to fucking. Like... Thanks, Nvidia. I Japanese. Don't... Japanese anime. Yeah. Fuck off, Nvidia. Nvidia wants to update. Atelier Lalula. There's nothing Lula. about it. There's no. literally. It doesn't tell me anything about it. It just says. It's a game. It's a role playing Japanese game. Yeah. JRPG OMG LSD. That's gaming. Rated T. Yeah. Or teen. Or T for twat. Should be related. W for who the fuck would buy this shit. Meanwhile, back in the forum, we're going to move over to movies, I think. We I don't are. think I've played anything worthy of a note. Uh, I can mention that Minecraft has Sky Factory 4s. The mod packs just come out. It's actually good. Um, uh, here's here's a fun fact. Oh, fun fact time! I opened. I I I decided after um, I bought Game of the Year edition of Borderlands One, mm. and because of that, I got uh, the enhanced edition for free. Yeah. So I downloaded it. Uh, double click to start it. The first message I got. Bear in mind, you know what rig I've got was. Yeah. Your system is not powerful enough to play this game. Bullshit, I've played Borderlands on that system. I oh, know. No, 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 no. This is for the enhanced edition. Right. I've already played Borderlands 1, 2, and uh, oh, uh, pretty pre sequel on it. Okay, thank but God. I was about, because I was going to, I played it on that system. This is for the enhanced edition, right? So automatically, I mean, I don't know why. I'm wearing a GTX 970 for fuck's sake. We have 12, 12 gigs of video RAM. Do you know what I mean? doesn't make sense. Um, so... That was weird. Yeah, yeah. You, you should be I, I obviously went straight to the settings and put it all up to high. And the game works perfectly. Um, so I don't know what the hell they've added in... What the hell they've tried to put their minimum requirements on the Enhanced Edition for. No, neither do I. I'm just seeing... Uh, Borderlands Game of the Year Enhanced. Uh, 
store page. Let's see if we can get tech specs. So the minimum requirements are a GTX 660. So mine is what, four generations above that? Three generations above dude, that? Dude, 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 the recommended you're better is a 760. Yeah, so on the 760, I am two generations past that. You only apparently need an i5, uh, an i3-2105. And I've got an i7. You need Windows 7. And I'm running Windows 10. And you need 4 gig see, of RAM. See, what I wondered, it was maybe it was having a problem with, with Windows 10 and Windows 10 wasn't sending the specs over properly. Either way, well, if yeah. you get the same message, just fucking ignore it and set the settings however you want. Yeah. For the, fuck's sake, if Borderlands will play on your system, this will definitely play. I was going to say... It, it, all they've done is change the texture pack. I was going to say it very much... See, yeah, all the, that's all they've done. And also, um, I don't want to sound like... Pretentious. Dickish. But I can't notice a major difference. Other than a slight upgrade in graphics. Might be a little bit smoother. Right. It's still Borderlands. You'll still get through about six hours and then go, why the fuck am I still playing Borderlands? Because <laughs> you're like, haven't I done this mission 60 times over for a different named character? That's the problem with Borderlands, Borderlands 2. I won't actually say it's the problem with Borderlands, the pre-sequel. No, the pre-sequel's a little bit different. It's very linear. It's go here, do this, go here, do this, go here, do this. But you feel like you're getting somewhere with the pre-sequel. But you can't play the pre-sequel if you've only just played Borderlands 1 or 2. Yeah. Because then you're like, it's more fucking Borderlands. So you stop playing. Yeah. But you can play the pre-sequel. Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2 very much. Go here and get this thing for me. Okay. All I'm Now hoping, go here and get this thing for me. And I'm just praying that Borderlands 3 is better. Yeah. And it's not just the same. I'm sitting there for, at the start of the game, always starting the same bloody way. Mm. Somehow I'm miraculously knocked out. I mean, the first one was fine because you got off the bus. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the same with the pre-sequel, I suppose. You, well, you sort of crash-landed to a planet. Yeah. The third one, you're supposed to have been killed by Handsome Jack and you're not. Yeah. I don't know. I think also the chronology of Borderlands has been so... Wong weirded and wonked around because of the fact they put the pre-sequel in there. Yeah. Um, like, the Borderlands 1, to me, made total sense because all four characters were on the bus. They came to the planet to go find the vault for someone who was going to pay... to get a stupid amount of money payday. Yeah. They were wrong. There was a garbled entity from the nth dimension in there. But that's what they did. And it made sense. But then it's like... In the second one, you're meant to try and defeat Handsome Jack, and it's like, but I feel like I'm a vault hunter, so shouldn't I be hunting vaults? And yeah. then you do hunt a vault, and it's... And then in the pre-sequel, you're friends with fucking Handsome Jack. Well, yeah. kind of. And it's like, what the cock? Well, in the pre-sequel, you can play as Handsome, yeah. handsome uh, Jack's yeah. double. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're Handsome Jack being told what to do by Handsome Jack. I actually like... That, for me, is one of the best playthroughs. Mm. Play as Handsome Jack because all the way through it, you just get these little, there's these little comments like from Handsome Jack that note that that you know the game's talking to itself. Yeah. sort of thing. It's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, games wise, like I said, there's a the Sky Factory Four and Minecraft mod pack. That's good. It it changes what most Skyblocks do because most Skyblocks is get cobble, turn cobble into gravel, sift gravel for resources, blood, 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 blue. This one actually has you uh, grow and, I'm going to say crossbreed, 
trees no. to get your resources that way. So it's different. You, you feel your progression is different. You're not playing the same kind of pack for the 60th time. Um, I don't think I've done much else. So, uh, yeah, movies. Movies. Not much, unfortunately, in the first week. Um, there's just a lot of that crap filler. Uh, then we get but to then, May 10th and we get to what is the biggest Pokemon film release in history. Arguably, maybe, other than the first movie when Pokemon was at its... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say this this is potentially bigger because it's live action. Yeah. This it, is what it, people have been wanting. Ba- it's that battle though, isn't it? It's people have been wanting a live action Pokemon film for years. Yes. Um, and all the time, all we've heard from from both the Pokemon company and film studios is... It won't work because the animation just won't be right. Yeah. Well, obviously, we've gotten to a point now where it is right because yeah. we've got it coming with the trailers look awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm absolutely loving the fact that they've decided to give Ryan Reynolds the, the cast of Pikachu. I think that yeah. worked really, really well. Um, we does look like we are going to see some sort of battling. Yeah. In, um, in there as well. So I think this is good. I mean, I kind of wanted them to do sort of like the Pokemon movie mm. as like, you know, we get a live action Ash Ketchum, we get a I... live action Pokemon, live action Profoak, and then he goes off to, to do the, mm. you know, and we, they could have done a, they could have done a two hour film where by the end of the film, he is, you know, fighting the Champions League. It wouldn't so have been So what impossible. you're on about, there was a, a short Pokemon anime series um, where, you know, in Pokemon Red and Blue, you played as Red. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a Pokemon anime, um, which is like four or five episodes. Uh, Pokemon anime Red. Pokemon Origins. Right. Where you play as Red and become a po- and it, It's how many episodes? How many episodes? Four episodes... And you become, and you see Red becoming a Pokemon master. Right. And then at the end, he gets Mewtwo, which completes his Pokedex of 150 Pokemon. Then he realises that Mewtwo is a clone of Mew. So he realises there must be more than 150 Pokemon. Yeah. And then would fuck off to Johto and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah. But you're, like I say, they're four 20-minute episodes. So yeah, you could have done a two-hour movie of... That basically. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I am excited for the Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu film uh, because it is a live-action Pokemon film. But you know, the the live-action Pokemon film I think we all wanted to begin with. Thing is, I was that was that traditional Ash Ketchum trainer story gets his I, first Pokemon. I it didn't have to be Ash. Didn't even no. have to use a Pikachu. Could have used any Pokemon. I think bit. that if this does really well. It might make Pokemon, the Pokemon company, make other live-action Pokemon. I would hope so. I mean, it just depends on how much this film has cost and if they can get the costings back from the box office. I mean, I think the Ryan Reynolds factor will play into this. Definitely. Because let's be honest, right now, people didn't... There were people who did not care who the fuck Ryan Reynolds was before Deadpool. Yes. There, There were a lot of... Now... Ryan Reynolds since Deadpool has become the talk of the town and I think he's a very good actor in that there are many roles he can play. Yeah. He can play the gay best friend. 
He can play the wingman. Yeah. He can play the Pikachu. He well, he can voice the Pikachu. <laughs> he can play the big strong hero. Like he can be up there with your Arnold Schwarzeneggers and yeah. your Stallones and your Stathams. And then he can roll it back and be the nerdy high school guy who doesn't get the girl until the end of the film. And he can play. He's got range, darling. He's got range. Um, but no, I'm excited for it. It does look good. Mm. Um, I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of hype about the fact that Pikachu has fur, and it's like well, he has an electric mouse. Yeah, like, he. Oh, I'm you know, twatting the mic. Like you know, he he was going to always have fur. You can't tell in a cartoon, but you know, you can't tell in the anime. You can very much tell in the manga, uh, because you can actually tell in the anime. Remember. Remember when he hit the Pokemon League and he met that other Pikachu trainer? Mm. That Pikachu had, like, the tuft. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can't tell with Ash's Pikachu, but when you see other Pikachus, you yeah. can, and you can tell in the manga um, as well. But no, I think this movie will be on that sort of same level as Pokemon the first movie, because Pokemon the first movie was obviously done at the right time. There was hype. Well, yeah, the hype was there because of the fact the games had taken off and everyone and his dog was playing the games, trying to play the training was... cards cards you could and get. Then obviously, the film came out. There was out. a cereal. Yeah, that's when you know you've made it, when when there's a cereal. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the game, the games did really well, then the film did really well, then obviously the TV series did uh, amazingly well. I think that went on for like seven or eight seasons. It's fucking still going, mate. No, I meant like back back when I used to watch it. I think that uh, was on like season, season seven or eight by the time I... Oh, I don't know where you stopped watching it. Um, but yeah, there was that. There was so there was everything. You could get Pokemon anything. Pokemon underwear, got it. Pokemon t-shirts, got it. Pajamas, bed sheets, wallpaper, the lot. So the first movie was done at the right time, and it, I think today it still stands up because it's it's got that tense battle, and then it's got the heartbreaking moment where Ash has turned to stone, and even mm. Mewtwo realizes, oh my god, I fucked up. And then you've got Giovanni getting his ass kicked, and. There's a lot to it, and it's really well done. But obviously, you know, this is off. I mean, the Detective Pikachu game did really well, to be mm. fair. So, I mean, obviously, this is where it's this is this is why they've decided to go with this, and maybe they've decided, you know, um, the the trainer growing to become a master is a story that they've technically told. You know, I mean, how many games are there? How mm. many games? And then obviously, the the TV series was always about that. The film was always about mm. that. So. Maybe they've decided. I wanna be the very best. Yeah. I think they've just decided. Maybe it's just time we try and show you that there is actually a real world. No, no, I involved I, in, I, the, in the Pokemon world because we I don't really that. see that a lot. It's like I enjoyed a lot of the Pokemon. Though, like, I played a lot of the bootleg games that didn't follow the traditional format, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've played I've played a lot of the Pokemon games. I have played recently Black and White, mm. uh, and then uh, Black Two and mm. White Two. In fact, I played them. See, I played I, all four. I played a bootleg. Um, one of my favourite seasons of Pokemon. And I actually went back and watched this a while ago. My two favourite seasons were the Orange Island season, and one called Battle Frontier. And that's because they weren't the typical. Go to a town, earn a badge, spend five episodes wandering around like idiots, go to a town, earn a badge, rinse and repeat until you have eight, go fight some guys in a Pokemon League. They were a bit different. And there was a bootleg game of Orange. And I can't remember what game Battle Frontier was in, but I also played that one. 
and they were I enjoyed that more because mm. it was like I'm not just going to town and getting badge and moving on. So I I like the difference and I guess I agree with you. I think they don't get me wrong, they made the right choice in doing Pikachu. If they tried to do the Gengar brothers, you know, where you got a Gaslight Haunter and a Gengar and I think there's a fourth one now. Um wandering around and trying to do something. No, that would not have no. worked as well, but I my hope will be that with Detective Pikachu we will in the future get other live action Pokemon movies. And I don't mean make it a sequel, make sequels or prequels. No, no, no. Just I mean like other so, standalone. Type so this Pokemon. one is Detective Pikachu. Then <laughs> you create another film in the same universe where uh, there's a kid who fought. Uh, like, let's go. Uh, a kid finds Eevee. Uh, you could do Eevee. And let's go with an injured Bulbasaur. Yeah. And then he trains that up and battles, and he wants it to get to a Venusaur, but this Bulbasaur doesn't want to evolve and. He wins, like, I don't know, his local... Not like the Pokemon League, but his local town's battle dome or something yeah, like yeah. that. You know, do a movie like that. That's what I'd like to see. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Tolkien. Yeah. Um, Same week. This is this is the, uh, a similar sort of theory to what they did with um, the Stephen Hawking yeah. uh, film. And, uh, there's been Didn't a few they do these... one with, uh, like, a Peter Pan one-ish like this? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And then, obviously, I think they did they did one about Winnie the Pooh as well. I yeah. Think. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, they did. Uh, yeah, Christopher, Christopher Robin, Robin or something, something like, like that. that. Uh, well, Tolkien is... I think we even spoke about it, Mark. Yeah, Tolkien, uh, Tolkien is that same biographic drama. Um, it's supposed to basically be around the years that um, inspired him to write The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and so the it's Hobbit. him going to school, him fighting in the war, him going to college. Falling and, in love and yeah. heartbreaking. Mixed in from the trailers with some fantasy. It does look like there's a couple of dragons uh, that are probably metaphorical in yeah, his yeah. head, but that's there for the it's basically to, to show you what gave Tolkien the ideas around what Lord of is, the Rings. What is basically one of the, the biggest, <clears throat> one of the biggest franchises. I, I do going. think that part of the reason this is being made is because uh, Peter Jackson was denied the Silmarillion. Because isn't that going on Amazon or something? It's more than likely. I want to say Amazon. That, I know that. Ne the I know that. I know that Netflix are supposed to be doing their own Lord of the Rings. Um, I wrote this thing as well. Um, uh, I think it's supposed to be like pre Lord of the Rings, pre Hobbit, like going back to sort of. Isn't like, that the summer? Because isn't it the Silmarillion, the I Hobbit, and then well, the Lord of the Rings? Uh, I'm pretty sure Netflix said that they got the right. They got they'd got a Lord of the Rings maybe TV it, series. Maybe I'm remember. Maybe it's Netflix, not Amazon. Yeah. Then I I honestly um, couldn't. Netflix seems to be getting a lot. A minute, to be fair. Um, I love, uh, let, let's just take it. So that's Tolkien, I think. We can't yeah, really say much no, about it's a, it's that. A so I, I just want to take him. a sidestep on that. So um, we all know that towards the end of this year, a lot of uh, Disney's new services coming Streaming out. Streaming services out, yeah. yeah. And I was reading the comments on one article, and can I just say, the amount of bullshit destroyed my sense of smell. Second, this is released. I'm cancelling Netflix. I haven't watched Netflix in months. I don't know why I'm still... Bullshit, are you cancelling your Netflix? Because if you were, you'd have done it already. Yeah. See, the thing is, is that... All you're going to do Disney, is... Yes, Disney have got a lot of money, but Disney stand to lose billions. Mm. 
Disney have cancelled all of their contracts for allowing Netflix to stream their Disney things. Uh, Although they still have the contract active, so Netflix do get uh, the right to any Marvel movie yeah, after a certain period. Yeah, but generally, like any of you Disney classics, they're no longer on Amazon, they're no longer on Netflix. Uh, the only one that I think does have it is Sky, and that's only because Sky have Disney have a specific movie channel on Sky. Yeah, I think that's a contract thing that's um, separate. But they've already technically lost money by cancelling all these contracts. Mm. If their subscription service doesn't take off, they lose even yeah. more money because they've they've spent money to set this up. Now, do I think they'll lose money realistically? Probably no. not. They've got the entire Marvel like they can put anything Marvel well, as ever. It'll be it'll be what's what's supposed to be on there now is you're going to have like your Marvel section, you're supposed to be having your Star Wars Marvel section, you're going to be having a Fox section, well, and then you're yeah. going to be also having your Disney classics, yeah. your Pixar's, that sort of stuff. Think with with the Marvel, they're gonna they've got a, a jump because obviously Fox produced most of those '90s TV shows that we all grew up with, we all love. So they're probably going to end up on there. The, I would the Spider Man. I would also hope that the Disney TV stuff also goes on there. Well, that's apparently one thing they focused heavily on is there's gonna be. Like we know, Netflix just has its kids section that filters out the, uh, adult, stuff. the adult stuff. But they focus very much on there is going to be a kids section with I don't know what Dis House of Mouse for argument's sake. That's where you're gonna and the way I've understood it, and I could be wrong. Remember, I'm gonna say this because there's been a couple of comments floating here and there that we're wrong on stuff. We completely admit we can be wrong. A, I'm not going to Google every little thing I'm looking at right here and right now. And B, we've, we record these things normally months before shit even actually comes out. Yeah. So we're talking about the concept of an idea. Yeah. And also, we, we're not going to remember everything. And bollocks, are we writing scripts for this no, shit? fuck it. Um, okay, so... Don't like it, don't listen. I'll yeah, I'll make I'll met that uh, clear now that this is what I remember whatever's on the Disney channel will also be mirrored on their kids bit. Yeah. So you've got the actual Disney channel. So say that was showing House of Mouse. Ooh, You're going to have to give ooh. me something else. I don't know, mate. Whatever the Disney do, channel Do you not, on. Do you not have really it on watch, in your ass? We don't, we don't watch it anymore. Uh, what used now. to be on it? Give me it. Give oh, me one Sophia of Sophia the First. There we go. So, so if they've got Sophia the First, you, you have the option of going on the streaming service watching whatever you want. But it will also have a, the same feed of Sophia the First, followed by House of Mouse, followed by Baby Jungle Book, for argument's sake, and so on and I so think forth. The idea of it is a good one. Do I think it will kill Netflix? No chance. No. It, I'm sorry, no guys, but the, Netflix the people is saying, far too well established for yeah, it to be able to kill the Netflix. The people saying that, that they're going to cancel their Netflix subscriptions. You're not, because you're still going to want to watch Friends. You're still going to want to watch The Big Bang Theory for the umpteenth time. You're still going to want to watch the latest season of Orange is the New Black. You're still going to want to watch Netflix's original movies. There's still, there's still too much on Netflix for you to want to get rid of it. Plus, Netflix currently are one of the leading producers of new TV. Yeah. Um, you know, They're buying some shows that people have cancelled. They're... And they listen. Look what happened when um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine was cancelled. 
uh, it was picked up by another network and then Netflix turned around and also said, well, we'll help fund it. Yeah. As long as... I think the way the deal with the new season is going to work is this... The network who's picked it up will show it, say, on the Tuesday and for episode one and then either Netflix will get it straight after. So if it premieres at nine, it'll be on Netflix at 9.30 or... The following Tuesday, when the network showing episode two, Netflix love episode one up. Yeah, sat there, and they've got that deal because they're paying money towards it, so they need to see some return. Yeah, and a lot of people. The thing is, Netflix is international. A, when this Disney opens in November, it's only opening in the states. I'm sorry, in this day and age, there's no reason for anything to be region locked. Not not when your company. If you were a brand new company starting out of nowhere, fine, I understand that. You're Disney. Yeah. You have contracts. But I think with it. Everyone. I think it is because Disney are worried. Mm. I think they all compete. Billy. They're, they're coming into a market that, realistically, Netflix outlive Prime. I know Prime have got a couple of good shows coming out soon. Uh, well, a couple of shows that look good, I should say. Um, yeah, is it Boys that's coming out? I'm inter- The Boys wasn't like that. There's the one with David Tennant in it. Uh, that's coming out and uh, Michael Sheen one's like an, one's a demon and one's an angel that looks amazing yeah yeah there's that but uh, there's another one there's, it's like the boys and it's basically like mutants that it's a, it is a Marvel thing so they seem to have signed this contract with Amazon and it's taken Amazon a thousand years to produce the show but because the contract was signed they've got to be allowed to put yeah. it out um, it's how can I explain it Mutants that it, it's bad wording, but I can't think of another way to put it. Almost weren't allowed in Xavier's home for the gifted because they're not that powerful, but they are just their powers haven't matured. Matured, so they've gone more well, fuck it. We're gonna be our own underground rebel. They've also got another superhero series coming out that isn't a Marvel, isn't a DC. Is that the one with the boy and the girl fighting each other in the trailer? I don't know, uh, but um, I do know that it's supposed to be about that. It's supposed to be about like the everyday life of a superhero, sort of thing. Also, like you, it was not Superman. It's Clark Kent, basically. Uh, almost, but the way it is, it's it's a thing. Watchmen. It's pretty right, much okay. a TV series like Watchmen. So the um, where the but only, like isn't but, that meant but, to be? But like this, um, but it's not based on any, any no. real superheroes. But there's because um, like there's, there's one scene in the trailer where this is this is this will put you on the sort of level of this show. The female superhero is having a man eat her pussy. Okay, she's sat on his face. She orgasms. Yeah, no, that's what and I've his seen, head. That I've seen explodes. Yeah, no, no, it is the trailer <laughs> where I've seen the boy and the girl fighting. Yeah, that's the one I'm on yeah. about. Um, and the head explodes. That is the level that this show is going to be yeah. on. That's the level I want to be on. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. But I, I, I'm I, going to touch on Watchmen. I love that film. The only superhero is Dr. Manhattan, which yeah. I love. The, the rest are your Batman. Well, Owlman is... Owlman Man isn't is Batman. Man. He isn't Batman because he is actually based on a no, hero no. in the same universe as Batman, but it's not Batman. Yeah. But he's Batman. But he is basically <laughs> Batman. Um, I would say that... Um, Rorschach... Was slightly on the superhero I, spectrum. I right. Well, I mean, he wasn't. The thing is, I reckon that all of them were based on Batman in one way or another. Just hear me out, right? So we've got Rorschach. He was a detective. Mm. Batman was had the detective. Owlman. That was the gadgets. 
the costume and all the rest of it. Then you had, was it the Silk Spectre was the girl? I think. Something like that. Was she Spectre. was supposed to be a high society person. Yeah. Bruce Wayne. And then you had the guy who was the bad guy at the end of the film was one of the good guys, turned out to be the bad guy. He was rich. Yeah. And the only... But so I mean, in a way, fair, I, all I, of the superheroes had... Uh, in, had was, normal had normal DC Universe counterparts. All I'm saying is, in in that, I wouldn't be surprised if when you spoke to the guy who said, who wrote The Watchmen, ignoring... The fact that he's come out recently and said it was a complete mistake yeah. and he wished he'd never wrote it. Ignoring that. <laughs> ignore, and also, ignore Dr. Manhattan. I reckon you could very easily say, this connects to this... And it was... Uh, wasn't it directed by was it M Night Shyamalan? Oh, I'm not on about the movie. I'm on about because no, I know that the movie he's yeah. also come out and also said that he wishes he'd never done it as well. And yet, most comic book fans agree that it is the most accurate superhero movie ever made because it's a, almost a mirror yeah. image of the but comic. Because, but because the um, because because the comic book writer who wrote yeah. that said he wished he'd never wrote it because it's awful. Is what he's basically yeah. come out and said, but which is hilarious. I, I think if you spoke to him, he would very much say. Yes, there was influence from Batman in this. Yeah. And all, except for um, Dr. Manhattan, who is very clearly meant to be the, the Superman hero again of above and beyond. Because he's now in, he um, Dr. Manhattan is also now part of the new, the current DC Universe event yeah. that's going on in the comics. And there have only been hints so far, but it looks like... Dr. Manhattan has gone and done a whoopsie again. Because that seems to be his problem. He's almost like... Do you watch Scorpion, the one with the four geniuses who did things for the government? No. Never watched that. Basically, they were the four smartest... Four of the smartest people on the planet. With a government contract. And they had to do... Imagine MacGyver with brains. Right. So they would save the world with a tennis shoe and a bit... A tennis shoe... And a fucking paperclip. That that was how it ended up. They always went in with the right tools, but something would go wrong. Yeah, yeah. And they would... But they had no concept. So if someone turned up with a toupee, their, their response would not be... like you, normally You'd either ignore it or go, oh, that's a nice haircut. They'd go, why are you wearing a toupee? Yeah. They had no concept of how to talk to you. And... The same thing of Doctor well, Manhattan. They said that, He's they, losing they, his yeah, humanity. Yeah, well, they said that all the way through Watchmen, didn't they? That Doctor Manhattan was steadily losing his humanity and was basically just becoming a never, a never-ending brain. Yeah. Um, right, but yeah, we'll, we're going to get back on the movies. We'll move on. Uh, um, the biggest film that was of, a that was a fucking tangent and a half, wasn't there it? We go. The biggest film for me of May is going to be John Wick Chapter Three: Parabellum. Yeah, I'm sorry that they're going to probably end up killing another dog. I, I no, I really think, hope they don't. Do you know what? I think they will because I don't think the writers or Keanu Reeves are above the fact that they know that the killing the dog thing has become a meme at this point and they're not above going meme level I shit. I get the feeling that this film is going to end in one of two ways. Yeah, because we know it, he's now being hunted by every other assassin on the planet. John Wick will get to the end and die. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's okay. Um, that would end John Wick. Yeah, it would end 
comfortably on chapter three, and I think that would that would potentially depending on how he died, obviously, uh, that would potentially be a fitting end. Yeah. Okay. The more likely arc B, he's going to kill everybody. He's going to end up back in Ian McShane's face, and he's going to go. Are we really going to continue to do this? <laughs> and Ian McShane's going to go. Right, your excommunicado is now null and void. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, that is that is more I, likely what I think is going I to happen. I just looked up the word parabellum. Now, do you know what the word parabellum actually means? Um, I know that it's in regards to like nine millimeter bullets. They say a parabellum bullets, but I don't. know It's why. a Latin word. Right. According to Wikipedia, it means prepare for war. Hence the play, phrase civis passum parabellum. If you want peace, prepare for war. So I get the feeling that this. I agree with your statement. But I think we're about to hit the problem that we've had with a lot of movies recently. This is John Wick Chapter 3 Part 1. I would really hope not. I agree. But because of the wording prepare for war. Yeah. Do you see where I'm coming from? The thing is, is obviously we saw at the end of John Wick Chapter 2, at the very end, he was declared excommunicado and as a favour. He got like a. a He got something like a fifteen or twenty minutes head start or something ridiculous, right? This this film starts exactly where the where the second one ended. He walks into the room. He's walking out of the hotel to to a taxi where his dog is waiting, and then yeah, yeah, he's telling the ladies to send out the thing that John Wick's excommunicado. It's going to be another John Wick film, guys. It's going to be bloody and shooty and a dog's going to die and John Wick's going to flip and go, you dumb fucked up, here's a shotgun up your ass. I am looking forward to it. Uh, for me, it is the biggest film release of May. And do you know, do you know what I really like? Uh, from what I've read, you see the director, Chad Stahelski. Yeah. He was um, a stuntman. For Keanu back in the day. Yeah. Keanu has turned down other roles to be in the John Wick franchise for this guy. And bear in mind, Keanu Reeves gets paid less than any other Hollywood actor of his caliber already because he, although he accepts the check, he sends it instantly off to various goodwill charities. He does these films for even less. Yeah, because he just enjoys doing them more than Well, it's not even that, it's he owes Chad. Yeah. Like, this guy put his life on the line to help make Keanu Reeves a star by doing some of the stunts, and he's paying back a favour. Mm. No other fucking actor in Hollywood would do that. Arguably, Robin Williams probably would have. Yeah. But that's about your limit. Where are we going now? So, yeah, I big prop. I'm not commenting on that no. at all. You guys are never going to know what we're talking about. Uh, speaking of Robin Williams. Uh, right, so now we get to what is potentially one of the biggest Disney releases of this, this quarter. Yeah. Um, which is going to be the live-action Aladdin film directed by Guy Ritchie. You know, these live-action films are getting out of hand. Have you seen the leaked footage from the live-action Notre Dame film? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got him! I got um, him! Right, so the um, right Aladdin is already for me. Uh, it's one of my favourite Disney films in terms of the classics. I've been looking forward to the live action film. I am sick to death of people turning around and pissing and moaning that Will Smith's not blue, or then he's too blue, or he's not blue enough, or fuck off because we already know or how he's not. Robin Williams. Watch or... the trailer. He st- he comes out of the lamp. He's blue, and then because he's a genie, clicks his fingers and then he turns into Will Smith. 
you know what I mean? He loses the blue skin because he even Will he Smith. Can. Will Smith didn't even want to stay blue all, all the way through the film. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, for those of you who are saying they could have done it with CGI, can I say one thing? Green Lantern. I wasn't going to go with that, but that's an, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. Super mustache. Yeah, Henry I'm Cavill gonna, mustache. I'm just going to go with do not ever CGI full bodies again because we've already had this twice, properly twice now with 300. Mm. And also, what? Well, you mean it was actually three blokes and then they just copy pasted, copy pasted chests. Um, and then of course Green Lantern, which still got a, one of my favourite fucking cameo mentions in a superhero film. Please ever. don't make the suit green. Or animated. <laughs> uh, but no, Aladdin. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. Disney, so far with their live actions, haven't gone wrong. Um, I wouldn't expect them to go wrong. Do you know what I, I mean? I mean, they've done this for... Lo- like, let, let's be honest at this point. Having a... Ter- and I'm talking... So every Disney movie, and as much as people piss and moan about Captain Marvel, it was still a good film. Grow the fuck up, you fucking idiots. So you think it was shit and want to boycott it just because of the actress... Grow up. Yeah. Um, but Disney have never made a ter- haven't in years made a terrible film. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They are the they they I'm sure they are the richest movie production company on the planet at this point. They've done this. They've been to this dance. They know they know they're not going to please everyone because no, that's no, impossible. You can't. But they know. The, they're gonna. Um, they know what they're doing. They yeah. they've done it. It's gonna be a good film. You're gonna watch it. You're gonna whinge online about. You're gonna sing along when they start singing a whole new world. It's gonna uh-huh. happen. Yeah. You're gonna go home. You're gonna piss and moan that Will Smith wasn't blue and that it wasn't Robbie Williams. Guess what? I have every confidence that if Robbie Williams had been alive, he would have told tried him about- to. No, I think Disney would have tried to use him, not necessarily as the genie. No. But you know at the beginning of the original Aladdin where you had the little trader and with the And he was singing Arabian Nights. Yeah. yeah. I reckon that that, if he'd have been alive, I if I was working for Disney, I'd have approached him and said, would you do this character? You know, because the, the, I think the idea was that he was the genie in the future telling this story. Yeah, yeah. But I'd have said, can you be that character singing... And telling the intro to the story and then exiting the film. Because I think that if Robert Williams was alive, that's what he'd have done well. Mm. That's where I'd have put him. But you're going to enjoy the film. It's I gonna think be so. Um, now, for me, what is... I didn't even hear about this film until 50 minutes ago when he showed me the trailer. Um, this, for me, is... It looks amazing. Mm. Um mm. The film's called Brightburn. Now, if you haven't heard about Brightburn, get from underneath the rock you're on and watch the trailer. Like, now. He, he did Pause. just drag me out of my Pause. Rock. And we're back. And now we're back. Now go and watch the trailer. Again. Again. Right. Um, so, Brightburn, as you've just seen, hopefully, um, is the Superman story we've all wondered about for years. I mean, it's been written in comics before. What would happen... If Superman had come and crash landed on Earth as a baby, was raised as a human child, but when he starts to discover his powers, went bad. He doesn't lift the truck off Uncle Ben. On was it Uncle Ben? No. What is Uncle? No, that's because Uncle Ben is Spider Man. Uncle or what? making rice. <laughs> what was it? His uncle. 
No, it's his dad. Well, yeah, all right. Because what, what was it? Martha way, Martha and somebody. Some, I can't remember. You know, he's supposed to lift the Bill. truck off him. Bill, Bill, I don't know. Instead of lifting the truck, what if he dropped the truck on him? Yeah, the idea of this is basically that we all know that if you watch Smallville and you watch um, and you've read through a lot of the comics and whatever else, we all know that realistically, Kal El was not sent to Earth to be a hero. No, he was. He was sent to Earth. To dominate. He was sent to rule the planet and to rebuild Krypton. It depends. I mean, it, it depends what... In the Smallville one, yes. In certain ones, he was sent to Earth j literally to blend in. There was a full thing where he was told, blend in. Don't, don't make waves. Don't be a hero. Don't be a bad guy. Just because of various... You know, it depends which one you're going with. But the, the, realistically, Superman... With all the abilities he has, including in Injustice, which we've seen mm -hmm. him actually take over the world. Yeah, in, in the other universe he took over, yeah. Um, you know, there is... There's always been that thing that people have wanted to see. What if Superman had been bad? He hadn't come down to Earth and hadn't decided to save the planet, hadn't fallen in love with Lois Lane, hadn't done this, that, or the other. And we're going to see that now because there is no Lois Lane. There is there is no. Well, there is. She's just not there. Yeah. She's too... She, they're... Lois grew up in New York, not Smallville. Yeah. Uh, this is actually in the town of Brightburn. Well, yeah. So, but it's a different town. But the idea is is that an I alien... Mean, let's be honest. The only reason the names have changed is because they didn't get the DC license for this. Um, so, with Brightburn, the alien child lands to the Earth, uh, is raised by um, a, a couple that own a farm. Very much the, the, the Superman Clark Kent story so far. Difference is... He grows up Clark normally Kent, till... Clark Kent in school wasn't necessarily bullied. Um, he wasn't necessarily adored. He was just He was school. just there. Yeah, like most of us. Like, like most this, of us. However, this kid seems to be pushed around and bullied a bit <laughs> and to the point that that's his breaking point. Yeah. He, he then realises how strong he is, that he can fly, he's got laser eyes, uh, he's impervious to harm. He is Superman, but he's evil. Um, I don't think he's even evil. I think it's just... he It's that thing of when you're bullied as a kid, you have two options. You, well, you don't. You have many options. but the, You the, have a fight or flight. You yeah. either run off or you fight back. You fight back, you might get your head kicked in. You run off, you might get your head kicked in. Either way, you're probably going to get your head kicked you know, in. Most <laughs> kids, if they were Superman, if they were, you know, had this power, they would use their brain and go, I could beat the shit out of them but I'm better off just walking away this kid goes no I'm done bang um, I think it would be a really good film what I don't want to see and I really don't want to see at the end of this film is this kid die What I, you know what I really don't want to see CGI moustaches <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean although I would do that I would love to because it's been produced by James Gunn. Gun. Yeah. Okay. So we've Guardians got... of the Galaxy yeah. one, two, and, not, and now and, three. And not only that, if you noticed at the end of the trailer, there is more than one gun yeah. on this project. There are three of them. Right? Is this is just like the fiftieth anniversary of the Doctor. There's something they don't know, because if they did, they'd run and call for backup. This time there are three of us. And I've got a feeling that this is going to be possibly the gun's best work. Yeah. Potentially. Um I don't want the kid to die at the end of this film because I would love to see this start a horror superhero a a franchise. A bright burn universe. Yeah. Or, yeah. Un where you could get 
the Batman. The, the but, oh, what's the new one? There's a there's a new comic that's re- well newish. Uh, the 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 Bat Who Laughs. It's basically um, Batman as the Joker. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing you're thinking. You get the Bat Who Laughs. You get. Well, to be fair, Hal Jordan Red Lantern. Thomas Wayne's Batman. Was currently gr- in that the was gritty. He's. Well, to be fair, he's siding with Bane against Batman mm. currently, so he's not exactly on the straight and narrow. I know what you mean, but no, um, let's get the Bat Who Laughs. Let's get uh, yeah, Red would, Lantern, Hal Jordan, and all It the... would be interesting to see, basically, the Injustice League. But without being the Injustice League. But without being the Injustice League. Yeah, no. So we've got, an evil, we've got an evil Superman. Let's get a fucking evil Wonder Woman. Yeah. Let's get, you know, let's get a horror universe going with super i think that's what this superhero yeah. this, this what the, be... i think this is what the superhero because i'm not being funny right and i know that there's a massive hype about endgame and there's been you know the the dc universe has tried to come out strong and it down the toilet um and i know that the marvel universe is still going strong at the moment but that is going to die i i agree i think avengers endgame will be their peak potentially very very potentially um but I think what I would really like to see now is a new superhero universe come out of nowhere. Um, and I think Brightburn is the way they could do it. Yeah. I I completely agree. Make the... What... You know, yes, they haven't got the rights from DC for... Because what, what, happen, what happens if this is literal reverse Superman? So, Clark Kent, Brightburn, whatever the one they call him, he's the bad guy. Mm. But the Lex Luthor... Yeah. Is the hero? No. Why not? I think it would work really well because Lex Luthor, we all know, was b- a, a hacky Iron Man. Yeah. He always liked to build mechanical suits that would make him stronger to try and fight Superman. Never worked, but he, he tried. Bless I mean, him. he worked a couple of times in the comics, yeah. depending on various circumstances. But yeah. But ninety-five percent yeah. of the time, Lex Luthor got right, his I'll ass give you, handed. I'll to give him. you ninety-nine percent of the time. Yeah. Mate. Don't worry about that. So what if we got that that sort yeah. of thing where? In this universe, the Joker and Bane and all of these are the good guys. Yeah. See, okay, so here's what I want to see then. If 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 your idea takes fruition. So we get this, right? That's fine. Then I want to see the Batman version, the Wonder Woman version, the Green Lantern version, the, let's say, Hawkgirl version and the Martian Aquaman, Man. Aquaman uh, version. All right, Aquaman version, Martian Man. Not another. I want to see their core... Technically, we've already seen the Aquaman version by watching Aquaman because Aquaman's half-brother would have would have played directly into this style of film where he's mm. wanting to come and take over the human uh, race. But you know what I mean? I want to see the, those, those films next. Then I want to see the, the dark... Whatever, the Brightburn... Brightburn Assemble for... Yeah. I'm, I'm making up names here, guys. But that's what I want to say. Yeah, where they, they join together. Where the, the the villains that we are now watching yeah. all join together to actually take yeah. over the planet. I don't and then we see your Lex yeah. Luthor and your Bane and whatever else join up yeah. to take on... I don't want to see Brightburn, then Brightburn versus Bruce Wayne, yeah. then Brightburn Assemble, and then Evil Wonder Because Woman. we all know what they could potentially do. DC could turn around and go, well, do you know what, right? We liked it. So we'd like to license it to do Brightburn versus Superman. Because you know they mm. fucking would do. And 
If I see that, I will burn movie studios down. I don't want that. I don't want this to leak into Batman or Superman or anything. I want Brightburn to have its own universe. You want it to be the sp the unbreakable split Flash yeah, universe, definitely. Where it's its own. The thing is, for me, right? Just hear me out. I know it's. A I would have less of a problem if the if the people behind Split and Glass. I know it's M Night Shyamalan, but if the studio behind it said we want this in the Glass universe, I'd have less of a problem with that. Yeah. I'd have less of a problem with this being bought by them than. DC or Marvel, because yeah. I don't want to see Brightburn versus Thor either. No, I don't. No, I want to see this film start its own superhero yeah. universe and it's like, you, you of said evil, it... bad. Yeah, basically the super, the super bad. The 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 dark, you know, the injustice universe, like that sort of thing. You said it earlier. This film is the only dark superhero. It is the only. It's the only I, superhero horror. Yeah, I the, would say the only one, and I pointed out the only one you could even argue potentially would be Split. Yeah, Split potentially Watchmen because it is that grittier. It, yeah, but grittier. that's just more grit. Split is arguably the only evil superhero film you could produce. Yeah, and even then, I don't think Split was. And you only get this when you've seen Glass. Split wasn't the bad guy. No, Glass was the bad guy. Glass has always been the bad guy. Yeah. They made that, they made that in the Unbreakable Man that Glass was the bad guy because yeah. it was him that caused all the accidents. Yeah, accidents. but you don't get that in Glass. You no. don't realise that in Glass until no. you get to the end. When to be fair, Glass wasn't even the bad guy. Glass was. Glass was almost the Stan Lee of the story. Yeah, yeah. He wrote, he plotted that the Unbreakable Man and the Split would fight, and then the government would fuck up and everything would get revealed. Right, so we've got a couple of films left. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna quickly touch upon Rocket Man first because I've got a feeling we'll talk about the other one a little bit yeah, longer. Yeah, they come out at the same day on the 31st um, of May. Can you so, pop that in the bin behind you? So Rocket Man is a film. It's a another biographic drama film. Yeah, but this is more to your Bohemian Rhapsody style musical style biography, um, and I am looking forward to it. Um, You've got Taron Egerton, who we all know is Eggsy from the Kingsman stories, um, playing Elton John. Um, he's got a really good singing voice from what I've seen so far of it. If you want to have an idea of how well he can sing Elton John, watch the film Sing, because he sings I'm Still Standing in that film. Um, I'm still standing. I think this one is going to take off probably just as well as Bohemian Rap did. Uh, and the reason I say that is because Elton is another one of those big British icons of music that has done and is still doing a lot for the music industry. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to it, basically. Uh, that's out on the 31st of May. And the big one that we're going to talk about now for the end of the month is... Well, you can't get much bigger. It's Godzilla. Yeah, it is Godzilla. The King of the Monsters. Um, this is the... The culmination of well, a few it, years' work. This is part of the, the... No, the culmination actually comes out next year. Yeah, but I mean, to this point where we're going... Because, yeah. obviously, they're not bringing Kong into this yet. But that's next that's year. That's next. Yeah. What this is... This is part of the Monsterverse from Legendary Entertainment. Started yes. in 2014 with Godzilla. Then we got Kong, Kong. Skull Island. Yeah. And now, in 2017. And now this year we get 
Godzilla, King of Monsters, where we're he going fights. to get. Th- we go right. So he's got to fight Mothra, yeah, Rodan, and of course the ultimate King Ghidorah. Now, these, that is most of you guys probably won't know who, other than arguably Mothra, who is a giant moth. Who you won't know who the other two are. Okay, so because. These are from the Japanese original Gojira. Godzilla Gojira. So Rodan, I can't remember, but I know that King Ghidorah is basically a Hydra. Yeah. A Hydra dragon type looking Um, motherfucker. Mothra is a giant moth. Obviously Godzilla is a giant lizard. Um... Rodan, it's Rodan, isn't it? It's a giant Rodan of some description. It's got to be. Rodan. I'll, uh, let me, uh, uh, let me have a look. Godzilla. Godzilla. Yes, Godzilla. Godzilla. He uh she's she's coming to get you a blind date, mate, of the big scale. Rodan. Rodan is a pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. The pterodactyl, that was it. Flying rodent bats. Yeah. Basically. Um so yeah, Rodan Mothra is a giant moth and um, from what I've seen of the latest trailer, which I watched yesterday. Yeah. Um Mothra basically they're all going to wake up. So yeah. Ghidorah's well, gonna wake I, they up. They were waking up in Kong Skull Island, yeah. weren't they? Ghidorah wake is the is currently the king of all Titans. Yeah. Ghidorah is going to wake up Mothra and Rodan and take back the planet. Theory goes. Um Mothra to begin with seems to be being stroked in the trailer by some humans. Mm. So doesn't look like Mothra is that bad to begin with. Okay. No. Um Rodan comes flying, comes flying out of a, a volcano. So that gives. I mean, you a... that's the. Isn't that what happened in Power Rangers in the original? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pterodactyl power. Boom. <laughs> yeah. um, and then of so course, Rodan's been used as a megazord. And the, for the theory, past the theory years. in this is going back to how Godzilla was always supposed to be used. Godzilla was never supposed to be our enemy. Godzilla is our protector. Yeah. Well, um, he's not ours. He. Let is, me get this clear. He is Earth's protector. Yeah. So, the we Earth could not give a shit about us. No, it cares about itself. We are going to basically call on Godzilla to help us. Yeah. The three Titans awake, and they know that if they get rid of Ghidorah, they can basically get the others to go back to sleep. Um, so the theory is, is that they're like, well, what's what's big enough to kill a Ghidorah? Um, Godzilla. Yeah. So they go. We met last time. Yeah. yeah. So they go and wake Godzilla up. He's going to basically come and fight Ghidorah. But the way that they, the way they're going to do it this time is instead of trying to go against Godzilla, they're going to fight with him. Yeah. And in the trailers, you see there is literally a massive army of fighter jets and all sorts behind Godzilla, and they are all firing missiles at Ghidorah. So the idea is, is that we are going to, in effect, team up. Yeah. With Godzilla to make him the king of monsters. Leading up to what we all know is going to end in Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Which has been something we've been waiting for a proper version of since like the 1940s. Like, don't get me wrong. The 19, the 90s, early 90s versions of these films were fine, but when they were produced. Yeah. Yes, you could see the strings of the flying Roden and all the rest of it, but they were fine. Yeah, yeah. For what they had back then, I'm not going to fucking fault them because no. they didn't have what we had. But now... We've got much better graphic. You know what I almost think? The last time anything of this graphic quality was done was the 97 Godzilla movie. The shit one. But the graphics were good. Yeah. The CGI was great. 
but it wasn't Godzilla, it was T-Rexes. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, and I think the problem with that film is it was released on the heels of Jurassic Park. Mm. But this, this, the past two and the one coming are what we've wanted. Yeah, I think this is, I think Legendary have done really well here and I think that, that we are going to be seeing, you know, a real I mean, the, Le- Legendary seem to be doing the thing of, they're doing a lot of the reboots. But they're using reboots that they're going, we don't need to change anything. We just need to go and put new graphics in because there was nothing wrong with the original script. There was nothing wrong with the original film, just they didn't have the tech. Now they've got the tech. Legendary but the thing is, I, can, I mean, I can see Legendary, after taking on the Titans, I can happily see them trying to re- bring bring back... Frankenstein yeah. and trying to do Dracula and trying to do the smaller monsters mm. universe I mean, rather than I the Titans. Legend was done by Legendary. Yeah. And they, again, they didn't need, it made really well. People are always complaining about reboots. I don't mind a reboot if it's like I Am Legend because the old one of that was god awful. Yeah. The book is fantastic, by the way, guys. Just, just so, if you haven't read I Am Legend, go read the book. It's phenomenal. I loved it. Um, Again, needed a reboot to bring it forward from the 1920s these films need a reboot to bring them back from the 1920s those reboots i don't mind but we've had 500 batman and superman reboots in the past 30 years jesus christ stop it that's what we don't need but that's films for me guys there's a lot of them there's a lot of films to go and see for me as i say i would put my money on going to watch uh, pokemon uh, go and watch Brightburn. Go and, and watch John Wick. Go and watch John Wick. I think Aladdin I, is one that you could potentially go and watch, and Godzilla is one you could potentially go and watch. I think Godzilla is probably one of them films that you'll probably understand it better if you wait till it's out on DVD so you can actually watch it properly. Agreed. Um, and again, with the... Um, what was the other one? The Tolkien. Tolkien. You can wait again. I think it's the like, one yeah, you can If you've for. got the money to go see them all, fucking do it. Yeah. Um, Tolkien... If you can't see one, I'd say miss out on Tolkien because whereas all the others, I think, will be emphasised by a huge screen and sounds all around, I think Tolkien will be your, your least you likely. You more talky type thing. Yeah, I think you can get away watching that at home on your 32, 40 inch. Same with Rocket Man. I think, again, you can get away with missing on although, that one. Although I think Rocket Man would be good if you did watch it in a cinema. Only because, obviously, it is music. It's it a is. lot of music. And I think that when you went to watch Bo Rap at the cinema and you had all that lovely mm. big surround sound, it sounded amazing. I think Rocky Man is one that you should go and watch at the cinema because of that. But there are films we definitely put above. I think we yeah. can both agree that Pikachu, John Wick, and um, the Superman one. Yeah, Brightburn. Brightburn are the three. If you, They're your top three. Go If you can only go to see one, go pick one of them three. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's that's where it. we're going, and no, that, that's, that's films. That's films. So we're gonna we're gonna touch into the news quickly. Metro. One, um, one thing that's pissing me off: thirty-five point six million shares. So I've chosen this story because this is pissing me off. Yeah, people are moaning about the paper straws at McDonald's because apparently they ruin milkshakes. They don't. I don't understand how no. they're ruining milkshakes. Me, I actually prefer the paper straw because they don't bend when you stir your milkshake. So you can actually stir it now, mm. which is great. But I think people are complaining because they are um, sucking on this paper straw and they're saying that it, it it's like deteriorating, which 
It doesn't. I mean, that has been bitten and fucking chewed on. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, it's it's ridiculous. I've had about four or five m- m- milkshakes currently from McDonald's with these paper straws. I've never had a problem. Never had a problem. Because I drink normally. I drink like a normal human being. I don't bite the straw. I don't rip it apart. You know, the, thing, the issue that people are having with these straws is the fact they don't know how to eat with them. Do you know what I mean? Well, drink with them even. The thing is, McDonald's are not going to bring fucking... back the pay. they're not going to do it they've just they've just spent an absolute fortune on changing over to paper straws to make things better for the environment they are not going to go back on it now yeah. they've just done this not in our country not just in our country worldwide yeah. they have been the one of the first companies to turn around and go they're certainly the first of the big ones yeah to turn KFC, around. Burger King, McDonald's, yeah. Chick-fil-A's, Taco Bell. These guys have led that way. And when, let's let's just be honest here, when McDonald's do something, other companies do follow suit. They made the Happy Meal, then everywhere else has yeah. a kid's meal. I yeah, personally it, think that people need to get off the right horse. There is a petition currently going around uh, uh, over 30,000 signatures to, to trying to get McDonald's to get the That could back. get... Okay, what's let's bring up the petition. What's it at now? Thirty-five thousand and eighty-nine of forty thousand signatures. Uh, for, even at fifty, sixty thousand, you are a spit in the ocean of McDonald's customers. Yep, and they're not going to listen to you. If you've got a problem with the single-use paper straw, buy a reusable. Buy buy a metal or plastic reusable straw yourself and carry it with you. No company on the planet who provides these is going to give a damn if you say, no, I don't need a straw, thank you. I've got my own. Yes. No one's going to care because what you've done there is save them maybe a couple of pennies. But you save that company a couple of pennies. And trust me, no matter how big the company is, they care about every penny. Yeah, they're not going to uh, just basically stop moaning about paper straws. They're here to stay, get over it, get yeah. used to it. Simple as that. Um, personally, I think they're better. Um, I don't chew on the end of them. I think that's where a lot of people are having issues from the pictures I've just seen there. That is definite chewage. Yeah. People are definitely chewing on their motherfuckers. Don't do it. You know what I mean? You don't need to do it. And also, because this straw is rigid, when you suck on it, you don't... like the, You know the plastic straws when you suck on a milkshake? They sort of close. Yeah. These don't close, no. so you can actually suck your milkshake through. People need to get off their fucking stupidity and actually just get on with it. Yeah, one person said, talk about first world problems. Yeah, and, and it, it is a first world problem, and it's not... I mean, it shouldn't even be a problem. Um, they literally made me cringe. It's like someone... Grow up! I'm, I'm reading the comments now, guys. As much as I'm saving the environment... Simple solution. Replace the plastic lids with paper ones and keep the plastic straws. No. no. Replace, Replace the, the plastic, plastic lids with paper ones and keep the, the paper, paper straws. straws. The paper straws are rubbish with milkshake. Straw deteriorates before you have time to finish. But it doesn't. For a start off, these, these paper straws on the inside of the straw have got a wax lining. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And even if Here's then, one. Maybe people could realise... You don't need to drink a straw. Yeah. That's the other thing. If your straw is starting to break by the time you actually get round to drinking your milkshake, that means your milkshake's pretty much melted. So take your lid and straw off. Yeah. Just drink it like a normal person. Weird. Felt awful in my mouth. The thing of people saying uh, 
br- bring back the plastic ones is a they're fucking lazy. Yeah. Uh, that they, they you are the problem. If you are complaining about these plastic straws, you are you are the problem. You are the reason that things get worse. Because when the government turn around and go, uh, oh yeah, we're going to give this oil company ten acres of land to dump their waste, you don't care. No, because it doesn't impact you. Yeah. You grow up. Do me a favor and fuck off. They're here to stay. Honestly, I can see in the next twenty years, single-use plastics will be gone, gone, gone. Hmm. The, the plastic bags are all but gone. Like, even uh, small stores, are, they're not allowed to use them much longer, are they, in the UK? With the single-use plastic bags. I think no. even the small stores are having to get rid of them soon. Well, uh, at lot... the minute, it's only big stores. Yeah, but basically what they're doing is they're up in the carrier bag charge from 5p to 10p. Every single store in the yeah, country that will was have it. to charge 10p for it. But what what I and at 10p it's cheaper then to get the reusable but ones yeah like the bags for life which normally if you actually look at a lot of bags for life it will say on the bottom that when the handles break just take the bag into the store yeah you do and they will replace it yeah um, free of charge um, the other thing that I really like and I know that the co-op have done this now and there are a few other stores that are following suit they're using biodegradable bags. Yeah, looks like plastic. It feels like plastic. It ain't plastic. You put it into a cup of water and stir it five minutes, and you're left with literally like a soupy, a soupy yeah. mess. I've seen them. They're basically made out of, uh, well, something. That's, it's like plant fiber. Yeah, it's it's like seaweed type fiber, um, but it means that you can use the bag and then you can throw it in the compost bin. Yeah. And then in six months' time, you've got compost. And uh, just an FYI, guys, if you if you don't say you don't have a garden and you don't have a, a need for for compost or a way to produce it, can I literally give you one idea? Take your comp to anything compostable and put it in a, a plastic tub or a, a separate bin or whatever. Then go down to your nearest allotments, give them a knock. And I guarantee they will take that off you. Because mm-hmm. allotments will use compost. Yeah, yeah. A proper allotment will, will gladly take that off you if you just say, I've got a donation for the compost. I can't, If they don't, they're idiots. Yeah. And go find another one because that's the whole good idea. But stop moaning about your paper straws. You're not getting your plastic ones back, no matter if a million of you moan at McDonald's. It's it, not going to work. The work. only way, realistically, that McDonald's I could see bringing back the plastic would be if a petition reached around 7 billion signatures because that's the majority of the planet. Even though I don't think they would. I think they would at 7 billion because at that point you just go, well, fuck it, let's all die together. Realistic, realistically, are these people that are complaining about the pla- the, not having the plastic straws anymore, are they still going to McDonald's? Of course they are. Right then. So McDonald's will never bow down to them yeah, because right. they're still so, going to McDonald's. Yeah. And the 7 billion, even if 7 billion did sign this petition, how many of that 7 billion would still go into McDonald's and buy a burger? I would say most of them. Yeah. So personally, I think the people need to shut up because they ain't going to get the plastic well, straws Well, no, back. you're not. If you want a plastic straw, go buy it. Yeah, buy I, a reusable. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. We're fighting for his mouth here. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do something now. I'm, going, I'm on Amazon, right? Reusable straw. Okay, uh, I am going to pour. Oh, there we Stainless go. Stainless steel metal straws for drinking. Yeah, a set of a some... set of eight for two ninety nine. Yeah, there you go with a cleaning brush. Yeah, it comes with a bendable. Um, yeah, so I, I tell basically. you what, for all of you 
who are too fucking lazy and ignorant and don't care. I'm putting this link in the description. These I'm are actually silicon rubber straws, food grade, BPA free, bendy silicon straw for safety for drinking hot and cold drinks. Eight, eight, count them, straws, one cleaning brush and a pouch. And the colours come in blue and green. Don't like that. I'm sure you can find your own, but I'm actually going to put this in the description. There was a set of me there was a set of ben there was a set of metal ones. As yeah, well no, in there as but well. they want their plastic, so I'm giving them a kind of plastic. Yeah, I I personally go with the metal ones. So would I, but people want plastic, so I'm going to give you fuckers what you want. <laughs> Look down in that description. There is this link. Other people who actually give a shit. If I forget to put this link in, do me a favor, shout at me, and I'll put it in. Yeah, because I am done. With si single-use plastics need to go. They do. Right, next, uh, more idiocy. More idiocy. Family... I'm going to let him take this one because I'm fucking wound up. Right, a family have... Um... Right, let me just... Right, basically, family have lived near an airport for a while, okay? Now, a new um, taxiing strip, okay, that lets uh, around 50, 50 jets taxi along it every day... Um, has been built and it's at the bottom of this woman's garden so she already had to put up with airplane noise anyway but now they are you can see from the photo that literally she could stand on a chair and you can see the planes yeah okay i i'm sorry but she already lived near an airport and um, what she's saying is that now because of this taxiway that the noise is unbearable and it's it's a nightmare but she already lived near a, she already lived near an active runway like I live, I live in a small little village called Kegworth. My village. Okay, now, man, you're being brave, putting your fucking village on the hook. I don't give a shit. You're gonna come down and have a go at me, man. Nobody, right? Um, <laughs> so I live in this lovely small little quaint village called Kegworth, right? Right next door to Kegworth is an airport, and I mean literally next door. It, and it's not even like it. It's a small airport, but we it gets a lot of traffic we because are, it has all the, the airport, mail come through. Yeah, but all, our airport is classed as the biggest trading hub yeah in europe now we i see planes going over my house you fuckers have heard them yeah i've seen planes going over my house every 10 to 15 minutes yeah. and they're low and they're you, generally yeah. landing and you um, fuckers have heard them like they've heard them on the fucking recordings yeah. i don't moan no. because i chose to live near an active runway they can't moan they chose to live near an active airport it just pisses me off we have a music festival near us as well. Yeah. And every year, every year, people of the village where this music festival is complain that the music yeah. festival's there. Yeah, every year, the amount of profit that village sees triples. Do you know what I mean? And it just gets on my nerves. And she's just sat outside there now making a point that she can't sit outside with a little bit of plane noise. Get a grip. Yeah. We, we worry about our grandchildren coming round. It'll ruin a barbecue. And a... Fucking move! I'm pretty sure... The, um, the kids would love it. Mm. The pollution smell is awful and it's really noisy. Well, okay, right. If there is this much of a problem, go and complain to um, the... Uh, I can't remember what uh, company manages aeroplanes in the UK, but go talk to them. Because if there is an actual health risk to you, yeah. then they they will. I was reading that. And you've oh, scrolled. sorry. They will force them to uh, 
just cease use. But don't whinge at a paper. Deal with it. So basically what they're saying here is they're saying that the London South End Airport has been a very proud airport of its heritage because it's been there since 1914. Okay? That's how long that's been there. And they're saying that they appreciate that the Wells Avenue properties were built close to the taxiway and they are currently engaging with the residents to um, try and actively reduce noise, you know, around that taxiway. The, the, the airport was there first. Yeah. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. The airport was there first. But if you legitimately think there's a health problem, go talk to the, the uh, airport... Go talk to the airport, go talk to your council and environmental health, they'll check. Yeah. And if it is, they'll deal with it. If there's not, quit fucking moaning. More idiocy now from a judge this time who has allowed a mum to not go to jail after she bottled someone in a nightclub because she has a child. Sorry. What? She's committed a, a, an act of an assault with a weapon, might I add bottling someone she was facing 12 months in jail because uh, the wound on the person that she did it to needed stitches and it was an eye wound the attack was caught on cctv but because she has a four-year-old daughter it's been to has become a suspended sentence because it would be seem like an eternity of time to her 12 to her four-year-old daughter or whatnot well she wasn't thinking about that when she was eating some poor fucker wet bottle was she when she was out in a nightclub with her when her where was her daughter at this point she wasn't thinking about a daughter. Clearly with happens. someone, wasn't she? Yeah. So that person can have the daughter for 12 months and then she can have a back. This is what I'm saying. Um, I think we see this a lot now and I seem to see it a lot more in terms... And I don't want to sound sexist because I'm not. But I seem to see more cases where women go to court and are let off yeah. for crimes. that If that was a bloke, he'd be in prison. And he'd probably be looking, looking at more than 12 months in prison as well for it. Do you know what I mean? And it really, it really gets my goat because we're supposed to be being treated completely as equal, but we're not. No. And it, that's what gets me. If that was a bloke who had glassed a woman in a nightclub or glassed a bloke in a nightclub, he'd be in prison right yeah. this second. It wouldn't matter if he had kids or not. It would not matter. Um, and that's what gets my goat on it because it's just like, well, why should she be spared jail because she's got a four-year-old? Going by that logic, I have a, I have a six-year-old, so I, can I go out and glass someone and then I can get away with it? Do you get that, Judge, apparently? Well, no, because realistically, that's now set a precedent in court. He's set a precedent in court that if I went into court and say, yeah, I did glass this person, I was drunk, I was angry, I'm really, I'm really, really sorry, but it will seem like an eternity if you jail me for 12 months because my, my six-year-old will miss me. And when they go, well, that doesn't matter. I go, well, actually, there's a precedent here because of this court case here that she was allowed a suspended sentence. So that's what I want. As soon as you set that precedent, that's basically as good as law. And that's the only people... It would then need to go to the high court to be overturned. And they'd actually have to put a law in place. Yeah. To deal with that. And it, it's... That is now evidence for anyone who assaults anyone else yeah. in a nightclub as long as they have... Children, a, a young children. A I'd argue a dependent. Well, yeah. I'd argue any dependent. Yeah. No, is, your, is your mother sick? You have to look after her all the time. They, he's stripping. He's stripping. No, it's got really sharp corners on it. He's stripping for me. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd argue that set a precedent. No, I agree with you. That that judge needs set a pretty set a precedent that now is going to mean that people are going to use that as a way to get out of basically yeah. an assault. And you can't blame the lawyers for using it. 
Okay, now, man. Looks like someone's tried to carve in his flesh. Right, yeah. moving on. It does say open quite well. <laughs> uh, a dad dangled, 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 quote unquote, son over 400 foot hot cliffs to look over edge. Right, now the perspective of the photo isn't great. No. However, if you was to stand in front of him, you could easily, I would say, fit two blokes stood face to face in front of that man and his son before they got to the edge of that cliff. Quite easily. Um, you could quite clearly see there when he's got his son. Yes, he is only holding him with one hand and he is leaning forward on one knee. But he is, if he dropped his son, his son is going to hit the ground and not, not, not 400 foot yeah. drop. Um, do I think it is the safest thing to do with your small child? No. No. Not really. Uh, if there was handrails there and stuff like that, potentially. Now, this guy here, the next picture, is a guy who's clearly leaning right over the edge. Yeah, he's right on the edge there. Uh, people are always going to do it. You know? it, it, it It's human nature. We are inquisitive beasts. And yeah. We, we like to look at things. Do I think that this man should be persecuted like he has been? Because they, they're now using mock father of the year uh, awards and stuff like this. And... Whatever else. And I think that's really bad because he's not doing anything wrong. My dad would have done that to me when I was a kid. Yeah. Sure, your dad would have done it to you yeah. when you was a kid. You know, their parents... You do it to your daughter. Yeah. My 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 dad's dad probably did it to him when he was a kid. You know, um, I think that realistically people nowadays were in this... And I, 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 we are. We are in such a, a snowflake society that they will piss and moan over anything. And I think that realistically, we as a race now, we need to we need to grow up. Yeah. Realistically, I think it's time that we grew the fuck up and stopped going on about this malevolent bullshit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And now, yeah, th th he's not being he's not being dangled at all, is he? No. We'll move on to the last one as your phone goes off. Um, a man paid his flatmate 170 quid. That's 170 pounds to cut off his penis in a drunken bid to go viral. So he believed that if he allowed his flatmate to cut off his knob and they filmed it, that he would go on YouTube and become a viral sensation. I would imagine he would have done. Uh, people are stupid enough to watch it. Yeah. And, yeah. It's uh, just... I don't even know realistically what to say about this. He's just... He's just stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me why you would do this. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole thing about... Um, what a prick, not anymore. Yeah. Um, there's this whole thing about... Uh, genital mutilation and I, I think that realistically something that like that that's going to affect you for life is not something you should be deciding when you're drunk no um, you never do never do anything his mutilated like penis was discovered in a bag at his home after officers repeatedly followed uh, reportedly followed a trail of blood to his flat um According to the local reports, an, op an operation to reattach the penis to the man has been successful. I wanted to read that it had been unsuccessful yeah. to, to basically punish his stupidity. But, no, it's just... But this is, once again, another thing where some bloke's done something ridiculous while he's drunk. Yeah. And the country has paid for it because, 
you know, their health service will have probably paid for the operation for him to have his cock put back on. Yeah. And for what? And for what? So he can do it again next month when it's healed? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For what? I wouldn't have done it. I think that they've been stupid there, really. No, I uh, I agree with you there. It, it doesn't... Just... I'm sick of this... I don't mean funny. YouTube Going... era of challengers. Yeah, don't keep we're trying. In. Stop trying to go viral because you know what? One thing that makes me laugh is that there's there are YouTube people out there that are raking in a lot of money. PewDiePie being one of them. Okay. It took him years to get to the sort of money he's. The raking thing is, in. the pe- what the people want is they want that one video that will make a shit ton of money. But they don't, and that's done. But they don't know, no. do they? Because the ad revenue of some of these videos that you see that have got forty million hits, their 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 revenue of that was probably fifty or sixty bucks. The thing, the problem is that well, you know, you know what you get from YouTube on it. Uh, don't you? The problem is that the viral video on YouTube doesn't work anymore. No, because you now need to have a thousand subscribers and four thousand minutes watched yeah. before you can get ad revenue. So the problem is, if you get a one-minute video, which a lot of these viral videos are, the one or two minutes, you need 4,000 people to watch that. The only way you're going to do it is to go through... That's the only video you've got on your channel. Odds are, people aren't going to sub to that. They're going to watch it and fuck off. The idea is, is that you need, like, a specific Vines website that's going yeah. to give you that revenue... Um, quicker but even then you're still going to be releasing hundreds of videos PewDiePie did not become a millionaire overnight it took him years and years of work I mean he he admitted he worked I think it was a hot dog stand uh, it took him years of work it took him hours and hours of negotiations for ad revenue contracts and all sorts of stuff to get him to where he is I'm sorry but you ain't gonna do that by chopping your dick off once you know does your dick regrow then? Maybe. maybe. If your dick regrow, mate, I'm pretty sure you could chop your dick off, let it regrow, and then you'd be paid a fortune by any government in the world to basically become some sort of guinea pig led lab rat to try and take that that factor to regrowing limbs, yeah. heal the world. You know. Um, but that's that's the bearded opinion this month, guys. A lot of idiots. A lot of idiocy. Um, two idiots talking about idiots. Two idiots talking about idiots. A couple of good films coming out. Not many games coming out. And the month of May. Uh, the month of May. Yeah, month of May. April. No, April. Well, we, this is April. The month of May that uh, we've just been yeah. describing to you, as we've said, is very movie orientated, uh, which actually will probably save you a few. Will save you a few pennies because. If the average movie cinema ticket nowadays is six to eight pounds and the average game is 60 to 70, depending on which version you buy, then you could go and watch 10 films for one game. Yeah. And there's there was about 10 films that you could go and watch this month. So realistically, you've got a choice. Do you buy one game or go and see five to 10 films? I mean, realistically, that most people will probably buy, what, two games a month? I don't even buy that. I'll probably buy no, one I'm game. on about the average, maybe one or two. One to two games a month, I would say. So if you go and buy Rage, you've probably still got enough to go and watch all the movies we've talked about. Yeah. Or, or, you know, Sonic Team Racing. Team, what, tonic, tonic, tonic Seams. Tonic Seams, yeah. Go and get some of that Tonic Seam Racing. 
So yeah, we're going to end this one here, guys. And for all you fairies, enjoy your plastic straws down in the comments. That's it. Wankers. Bye. Bye.